Welcome everybody, I'm Keith Ferrante. This is the Emerging Profit Podcast. I'm so excited to have you on here where I hope to see you go to the next level as an emerging prophet, as a healthy prophet, as someone that wants to bring the kingdom of God to this earth with power. Join me, let's listen in and hear what God has to say today. God bless you. Yo, 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 Keith Ferrante here. How's everybody doing? I just wanted to chat a little bit today about what ministry is. I thought this would be something really good for us to talk about. What is ministry? Ministry, the word ministry creates all sorts of things in our minds. Some of us really glamorize the word ministry. We we like, oh, wow, I wish I could be in quote, quote, ministry. Others of us uh, feel we kind of despise the word ministry. I, w- I want to get a, a little bit of a more biblical perspective on ministry. I'm on a journey of really just unpacking the word ministry and minister and what it means. And because I, it, it, it's important for us to understand if we're going to be effective in the kingdom of God. There are some different words in the Bible that as I've been studying this, are, are, have to do with ministry. Okay, there's one word. It's called, I believe it's Shemesh. Shemesh, okay? This is Daniel 7, verses 10. A river was flowing, a river of fire was flowing, coming out from before him, and thousands upon thousands attended him. 10,000 times 10,000 stood before him. Okay, to attend him means to minister to him, ministering in the light. Ooh, I like that. Ministering in the light. Okay? Uh, they, they're ministering in the sun is another word. Ministering in the sun, one of the root word of that, uh, to attend him is ministry. But then it's in the light, ministering in the light or in the sun, Part of ministry, so part of ministry, if we are going to be a minister, you're someone that is is ministering from within the light of God. From within the, the, there's nothing hidden in God. Within the purity of God. This is, this, there's thousands that minister to him in this way. I, I absolutely love that. Then it says 10,000 stood before him. That word stood means to be appointed, to be established, to stand, to set up. There, there was 10,000 that were appointed to stand before him. It's the same word where you get uh, in... Genesis 18, the men turned away and went toward Sodom, but Adam, Abraham remained standing before the Lord. There is this ministry posture of being in front of the Lord to catch what he wants, to, min- to stand before him, and then to minister to him from this place of light. There's nothing hidden. That's just one little definition, okay? I, I love that word. I love that definition. It's a fun one. Then there's another word for ministry is service. And it comes, it's, it's a word that means sharath, 
to attend as a menial or worshiper, to contribute, to minister, to serve, to wait upon. Joseph found favor. It's this, this, this word minister is found in Genesis 39.4 and other places. Joseph found favor in his eyes, Potiphar's eyes, and attended on him, ministered to him. So what was Joseph doing? As a prophet, he was ministering to Potiphar's, waiting on him. It's, it's the same word as worship. It's why you have in the Jewish mindset, worship and work are, are connected. Joseph is ministering to Potiphar. He is working for him. He is serving him. He's using his prophetic gift to better Potiphar's business, to make him more money. And look at it, this, this word follows Joseph. Genesis 40 verses 4, and captain of the lifeguard appointed Joseph to them that he should attend on them. And they were several days in company in custody. Joseph gets accused, thrown into prison, but quickly he becomes promoted. The captain of the guard appoints Joseph over several of the king's uh, prison prisoners, the cupbearer and the bread uh, uh, creator, the bread maker. And he attended to them, ministered to them, served them, waited upon them, helped them. Same verse for uh, in found in Exodus 24, 13. Moses set out with Joshua, his aide, his minister. Joshua was a minister to Moses. Joseph was a minister to Potiphar. And then the prison guards, what is he doing? Serving them. Joshua serving Moses. Moses is a prophet. Joshua is more of an apostle. Uh, if you kind of look at maybe the way he operated, commissioning people, going into the land, taking the land. If it, it wasn't, this term wasn't used in the Old Testament, but I would say he's more apostolic. But here an apostle serves a prophet, waits on him, ministers to him. Sometimes, guys, we, we, I just want to keep expanding our view of what ministry is so we stop glamorizing ministry as only preaching behind the pulpit. And we see it in so many different ways. Look, so far we've seen it as to minister, stand in front of the presence of God, in the light, minister to the Lord. Be established, established. You've been called there to minister to him. Nothing hidden. And then you have, then you have this, uh, uh, this next verse to serve. Joseph serving leaders, business, helping them expand. Moses, you know, Joshua serving Moses. And also that same word to minister is, is, is used for priestly ministry. Aaron must wear it when he ministers, Exodus 28, 35. The sound of the bells will be heard when he enters the holy place and when he comes out. And then bring the tribe of Levi, number 36, and present them to Aaron, the priest, to assist him, to minister to him, to serve him. So ministry is to serve to serve Aaron, and then Aaron serve the Lord. It, it's used interchangeably. It's serving man, it's serving God. It's serving leaders, it's serving God. Here's another one, 1 Kings 1.4. There's this beautiful lady. The woman was very beautiful. She took care of the king, who's David, waited on him, served him, ministered to him, but the king had no sexual relations with her. They didn't have sex, but she served them, and she laid at night in bed with them and cuddled them. That, that must have been... David must have been pretty old 
to not want to have sex with that lady. That's just a fun little side note. <laughs> he must have been pretty old because that guy had several wives and he was kind of had a lot of testosterone in his day. It got him in trouble sometimes. So 1 Kings 8, 11, the priests could not perform their service because of the cloud for the glory of the Lord filled the temple. Look at this. The priests could not perform their ministry. What was their ministry too? Like sacrificing, you know, like chopping up animals, sacrificing for the forgiveness of the, you know, on behalf of the people, forgiving for, so their sins are forgiven. Like the priests could not perform their duties to the people because God showed up. Yeah, I want you to see here, ministry has priority. When God shows up, our position to minister to him, to stand before him in the light, is superior than ministering to people because the glory sets the precedence. Woo! Here's another one, 1 Chronicles 6.32. This is the same word for ministry. What we've been talking about before, they ministered with music before the tabernacle, the tent of meeting, until Solomon built the temple. They performed their duties according to the regulations. So their ministry looked like music, worship, continually flowing praise and worship out to the Lord. So music is ministry. Here's another word for that same word for ministry. 2 Chronicles 9.4. Solomon's, uh, this, this is Queen of Sheba, she's commenting, the food on his table, the seating of his officials, the attending servants in their robes, the cupbearers in their robes, and the burnt offerings he made at the temple of the Lord. She was overwhelmed. Queen of Sheba was overwhelmed at how the servants were ministering in their robes, waiting on people, presenting food, sitting people in proper places. There's an art to sitting people correctly. Some people have the gift of administration to sit this person next to this person in these special meals. Sometimes I'll go to leadership meetings and this person's assigned to sit next to this person and they're trying to create Places where there's life flowing. This is ministry, the gift of hospitality. Woo Look at this. Here's another one. Esther 1.10. On the seventh day when King Xerxes was in high spirits from wine, he commanded the seven eunuchs who served him. So there were seven guys. They had been chastised. They couldn't have sex. They were there to minister to King Xerxes, the king. They were there to wait on the king, whatever he needed. I think this is kind of cool. Another, this is the same word is also used in Psalms 104.4. He makes winds his messengers, flames of fire his servants. He makes winds his ministers. Angels are his ministers. Angels serve him. Angels minister to the Lord and to us. He sends angels, even in the New Testament, in Hebrews it says he sends his angels to serve us, to minister to us. I want us to keep just expanding our view of ministry so every one of us understands where we minister, how we minister. We stop thinking, oh, that's my minister over there at the church. No, you're a minister too. All right, so that's, that's, that's one, uh, another definition of ministry. And this one, there's a couple more. Are you guys all right with me? Uh, there's, this, this is a big one. This is, this is one that's been really uh, a big deal to me in this last season. Liturgio. This is the word liturgy, where we get the word liturgy. Okay, this comes from, uh, this, the, the, this word liturgy means public function, ministration, ministry, 
A public office which an officer, which a citizen undertakes to administer at his own expense to perform religious or charitable functions, to worship, obey, relieve, relieve, you know, like, like assist and minister, uh, to function in uh, government, to function in business, to function in a priestly role. This word liturgio encompasses all of that at your own expense. Okay, this this word is first mentioned in Luke 1, 23, where it talks about Zechariah, who's John the Baptist's father. He goes into the temple and he, you know, has this encounter with Gabriel. And it says when his time of service was completed, he returned home. Service is the word liturgio. To, to minister at your own expense. Possibly, Zechariah was not paid to be... Worshiping the Lord to be sacrificing and praying and and doing the things that he was doing as a, as a priest and you know maybe candles and stuff back then it was maybe a little bit different different at that time. This this is this 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 there's a root definition from this word that ends up uh, in Acts thirteen two when they worship when they were worshiping the Lord and fasting the Holy Spirit said set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I've called them liturgio liturgio. Okay, the, the work of ministry at your own expense. This is a part of the new model of minister that I am provoked to see rise up in the earth. That's why I am, I've, I've been a, you know, a, a, what we call a, a vocational minister where you get paid to preach and worship and um pray and, 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 you know, counsel and, and visit the sick and, and, and run a church or run a, a department in a church that we call a vocational ministry. I like to use that term vocational ministry because then that kind of helps us define that it doesn't eliminate every one of us from being a minister. Oh, my pastor, Mark, is a vocational minister. But I too am a minister. I'm a liturgio minister. I'm a minister that's ministering prophetically right now on this podcast i'm training and equipping in the word i'm training and equipping prophets and business people and apostolic people in the church in the things of the kingdom i'm ministering at my own expense uh, in more of a business model it's what paul and barnabas did set apart for me barnabas and saul for the work which i've called them like paul made tents like this was a uh these possibly were the jewish tents these possibly were uh, spiritual tents still like you know like back then they would make a tabernacle like tents they would live in and like it for 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 Israelites and or or I don't know whether it was that or if it was a home like a little home that they lived in whatever it's like Paul was making these and he was able to preach the gospel um uh you know, and he was kind of free of finances, but he did get offerings at times. Sometimes he came and collected them. Uh, so it, it's 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 a different it's a different context that I want us to keep to keep understanding. If we understand the different context of how ministries uh, flowing, then we know that then we then we begin to recognize we are validated in this for so long i was so frustrated when 
I wasn't preaching on Sunday morning. I mean, it took five, six years, frustrated. I'd still preach here and there when I traveled and did this and that, but I wasn't preaching regularly because I was so used to that. And that's what my definition of ministry was. And then God had to keep expanding because it's like, Keith, look, I mean, you know, like you got so much favor in the business world. You're prophesying to them. You're ministering to them. You're consulting them. You're helping them get breakthrough. Now you're raising up prophets. Now you're going and doing prophetic acts here and you're doing this and you're doing that. And you're starting to grow business. You're starting to create, uh, you know, financial, like you have, a, you have a product that increases financially. So you, we need to begin to uh, see things differently I, I some some of us have ministry idolatry what we call ministry idolatry is where we're just so focused on vocational ministry and preaching behind a pulpit that we don't see the pulpit that God has given us right at our workplace just like Joseph here he was ministering to Potiphar by helping him grow his business and it grew Joseph's favor and he brought the kingdom of God and his whole family got brought under it the, the Israel was saved uh, he, he, he kept Israel when famine was happening. Israel grew to become a mighty nation in Egypt. All because Joseph's concept of ministry was different. So it, it, we have to begin to understand this, guys. It can be interchangeably used here. Here's another word for minister in the New Testament, diconia. Diconio or, or something like that. I might be botching the name. Jesus touched her, Matthew 8, 15, and the fever left her. And she got up and began to wait on him. That waiting on him is diconia to, to serve to uh, to to uh, in, in in minister support financially heal the sick care for needs. This word minister, uh, Matthew twenty twenty eight says, just as the Son of Man did not come to be served but to serve to minister to support to heal the sick to care for needs. This woman was caring for needs. Jesus was caring for people's spiritual needs. Joanne, the wife of Chusa, the managers of Herod's household, Susanna, many others, these women were helping to support them out of their own means. Luke 8, 3. They were, that word support, minister, to support financially out of their own needs, out of their own means. They, they had money. So sometimes serving, like supporting people is ministry. Yes, it is a valid ministry. I think for so often we sort of see people that are supporting financially as as like thank you for sowing your your gift to support the minister that's going over and preaching the gospel or going on missions trips or pastoring a church and we consider the one that they're they're giving the money to the minister but in reality the one giving the money is a minister also because that word is is um is ministry as, as well caring for the needs it's the same word we find in Luke 10, 40. Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. By, she says, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself, to do the ministry by myself? Like she was stumbling over and she was frustrated because she was ministering through hospitality. Remember we said hospitality is ministry? But remember, we have to realize here that ministry has, there is sometimes a priority of which ministry we should be operating in. And Martha was at that time trying to minister the food, but Mary was ministering by sitting at Jesus' feet and listening. And that was considered the superior ministry in that moment. Woo! 
And all, every all minute, it is all it is all ministry. But there, I mean, Scripture even says when you when you've done it to the least of these, you've done it unto me. So there's a time when we're ministering to people with gifts, with kindness, with healing, with care, with finances, with feeding them, with spending time with them, with counseling them, uh, with with helping provide them a job. We are ministering to them, and we're doing that unto the Lord. If we see it as ministry, guys, when whatever you do, do it as unto the Lord. Recognize you're a minister. I, I love this. Jesus says, who is greater, the one who is at the table or the one who serves? Is it not the one who is at the table, but I am among you as one who serves? Ministry, waiting, hosting, hospitality. Jesus even says, who's the greatest, the one who is served or the one who serves? I, I, Jesus, am the one who should be waited on, am serving. That's what you should do. Ministry has a connotation of serving, waiting on people. I remember once I was going over to, uh, was going to go, go over to another country, and the Lord says, Keith, I want you to serve my people. I said, how? He says, serve them with prophecy. So minister prophecy. It's serving because, you know, you're, you're pro- I've prophesied over hundreds, maybe even thousands of people. Once again, we see in John chapter 12, here there was a dinner in Jesus' honor and Martha was serving. Ministry, diconia. She was feeding while Lazarus was among them reclining at the table. Martha ministered with food. It's, it's, uh, look, at, look at Acts 6 two. There's a priority of ministry. The 12 gathered all the 12 disciples together and they said it would not be right for us to neglect the ministry of the word of God in order to wait on tables. So there was a priority for different people. For some... Waiting on tables, hospitality, food, serving people is the highest priority. But for the apostle in this context, they needed to be ministering the word, not ministering the food. There is not a, I don't want to pit one higher than the other. But in, in this context, because so oftentimes we think, well, I'm, I'm just, I have a gift of hospitality. I'm really good at making money, but I'm not a pastor. They're praying. They're reading the word. I'm like, you know what? Both of them are powerful. Both of them are ministry. Both of them honor the Lord. It just depends on which scenario, which season you're in. There's been seasons for me where God wanted me to minister in prayer, not minister in prophecy. Other seasons is he wanted me to minister in prophecy, not minister in prayer. There, I mean, there, we, we have to just keep understanding what he's emphasizing to us. We're yielding that ministry our, our ministry mindset to him, which is the, 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 the mindset of serving. Woo! 2 Corinthians uh, says this, 2 Corinthians um, 8.19 uses the same word, diconio. What is, what, what is more? He was chosen by the church to accompany us as we carry the offering, which we administer in order to honor the Lord himself and to show our eagerness to, to help. So the giving of finances in the offering that they are accompanying, they're, they're bringing an offering to help with some real poor situations is ministry. It's not helping the minister. It is a ministry itself. And you need to understand this. Second Corinthians 8 says, we want to avoid any criticism of the way we administer this liberal gift. This minister, in other words, minister the gift of finances. There are some people that have a ministry of finances. They minister. They, they might sow into people 
just giving to I've been I've been, I've been blessed over the years to be to be given to be given you know cars motorcycles five thousand dollars ten thousand dollars you know like finances that help me in my time of need and and I'm really so so thankful for that and there's times people minister by training people in a financial mindset also they're a minister of finance but it looks like they're training people to get a mindset of finances both are valid both are ministry both are needed I, uh, so guys, I, I just I, here's a, here's one here's another one. Maybe the last one we'll talk about today. First Peter four ten. Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various form. Offer hospitality to one another without grumbling, and speak as if you're speaking the very words of God. There's several different uh, gifts Peter talks about in this passage. One of them is hospitality. One of them is speaking. Uh, it's, it's God's grace in its various forms. So I want you to see that hospitality is just as much ministry as speaking, as speaking uh, public speaking, teaching, uh, preaching it is, just as much as prayer is, just as much as worship is, just as much as sitting at Jesus' feet is, just as much as waiting of tables, just as much as business. All of these words make up the context of what ministry is, and there's more. I just, I, I, there's probably plenty of others that I haven't even tapped into. But I just want us to just think a little bit broader. As so, as every one of us is a minister, we don't separate what we call the sacred and the secular myth. Like where this is a sacred form of ministry, this is secular. Like sometimes people think, oh, making money is secular. Oh, worshiping Jesus is sacred. No, it is all sacred. Ministry is when, whatever you do, do it as unto the Lord. Administer the gift that's within you. Let it come out to other people, to the Lord, wherever you go. If you pray, do it as unto the Lord. Don't do it for the Lord. Do it with the Lord. If you give gifts to somebody, don't do it to get something. Don't get, get brownie points with the Lord. Do it with the Lord. If you preach, don't do it to get brownie points thinking you're better because you're preaching. Do it with the Lord. We're administering with the Lord. We're, we're, we're releasing the kingdom of God, the atmosphere of heaven. We're letting it flow out of us in, in generosity, in preaching, in prayer, in counsel, in friendship. There's so many different things that we're giving, but it's all unto the Lord. And even if we're serving one another, we're doing it unto the Lord. So Father, I'm just praying that every one of us would be freed up, even in our prophetic, to begin to realize there's so many different prophetic expressions that we wouldn't think, oh, I've got, I've got to preach here or else I'm not a prophet. I've got to preach there or I'm not prophetically inspired. I've got to prophesy over these kind of people. I've got to prophesy in this ministry, in this church context or else I'm not, I'm not a valid quote, quote, minister. And we would begin to like let that go down the pipe dream. I remember there was a guy that, that asked me, Keith, can you pray for me? I want to be a pastor. And the Lord told me, I, I, asked, I asked the Lord, the Lord told me immediately, it's a pipe dream. In other words, he had so elevated that preaching behind the pulpit and pastoring a church was what God wanted for him. But he was amazing. He, he, I remember he sewed Heather, into a Heather and I at like a thousand bucks. He was a truck driver and he would, he would travel with one of my uh, father mentors and he would help him, serve him, minister with him prophetically and travel. But then he was, and, and he just, you know what? Sometimes we just don't think it's very glamorous. We de-glamorize it because we haven't learned to find how heaven administers through us in that context. In reality, I was so blessed when he came. 
And, and like, guys, I think so many of us would begin to find like so much more effectiveness if we would stop glamorizing what ministry is. We would find what God wants it to be. It could be preaching behind a Sunday pulpit, but it could also be preaching by serving, by hosting, by uh by uh, walk, working in business, by helping make money, but with so many different things. Let's just expand that view and let the kingdom of God come through us. Man, tell me what you think about this podcast conversation about ministry. Post it in, our, in, our, in, in one of our social media platforms and let us know. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Hope you're having an amazing day. Let the kingdom of God advance through you this year. Woo! If you've enjoyed this Emerging Prophet podcast and you want to check out more resources from us, you can go to our website at emergingprophets.com or you can watch us weekly on Facebook in our free Facebook group, All Things Prophetic. We so hope you're enjoying everything that you're receiving. Have an absolutely amazing day. God bless you.